Welcome to the Soul Urge Podcast, a show for women who are ready to trust their own inner wisdom and step more deeply toward what they really want. I'm your host, Jennifer Hooper, certified life coach, meditation practitioner, hypnotherapist, and energy healer. I help spirited and ambitious women grow their confidence and reclaim their abandoned dreams of health, wealth, and freedom. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Urge Podcast. Now, if you're a regular listener here, I'm going to imagine that it's probably because you're a bit of a seeker. You're curious, you're willing to explore outside of you, and then you're willing to go inward on a journey of self-discovery. Because you've come to realize that the one-size-fits-all models that we often see in society or are taught, they don't fit many of us. And so you're trying to figure out why. This episode is going to help you and it will not disappoint. Today, I'm interviewing human design expert Chantelle Andercastle. Chantelle is an entrepreneur educator, she's a speaker, she's the creator of the Know, Like, Trust Yourself framework, and she's the host of the Aligned Action podcast. More importantly, she is a human design expert. She brings in her knowledge to conversations that she has with entrepreneurs and what they're creating in their businesses. So the magic of this episode is not in just understanding what human design is, but how to apply it, how to uncover and validate aspects of ourselves that maybe we've had a little bit of awareness of, but maybe even with that awareness, we've turned away. We've turned away from our qualities and characteristics because we thought we were supposed to be someone else. We were supposed to do something else. But here's the thing, is that we're not automatic robots that are all meant to be alike. Each one of us is a diverse, unique human. We have unique signatures. And your signature is unlike anybody else's signature. So just because everybody else is doing one thing or you think everybody else is doing one thing, it doesn't mean that that one thing is a good fit for you because it doesn't fit your imprint, your signature. The beauty of human design is that it gives you clues. It gives you insight into your own human imprint, your signature. And with that awareness, you get choice. You can choose to embrace who you are and who you were meant to be, or you can turn away from that and struggle and work hard at trying to become someone or something that you were never meant to be. So yes, it gives you choice. However, I'm going to say in my humble opinion, if you're pushing back, you're going to be on the struggle bus. It's going to be hard. You're going to feel like you're sticking a square peg into a round hole. And I, for one, am all for ease and simplicity and flow and grace. And that's what I want for you. 
Another way that human design can help us is that it helps us understand other people who are important to us. Maybe our partners, our children, maybe employees or coworkers. With the knowledge of who somebody is, again, you can embrace that and leverage it and use it to your and their advantage, or you can push back and insist that they become someone or something else. And again, that resistance is going to create struggle. One of the key takeaways that I got out of this interview with Chantel is this amazing insight. She said, it's only by knowing, liking, and trusting ourselves that we can expect others to know, like, and trust us too. Isn't that good? Isn't that amazing? And human design gives us a tool. It's one of many. Other tools include astrology, numerology, the Enneagram, but this episode is all about human design and you're going to love how Chantel explains it and also puts it to use. Last, before I forget, I want to remind you that I have a five-day mastermind class that's kicking off on June 6. How do you know if this class is for you? I'm going to tell you. This class is for you if you're feeling kind of blah or you had some important dreams or goals in your life at one point, either this year as a New Year's resolution or something that you've wanted for decades and you've kind of given up. And what we're going to be doing inside this class is I'm going to give you a reboot so that you reconnect and re-energize yourself with what you want, with what lights you up so that you feel more inspired, more motivated, and more excited to go get working on it again. Because I want you to finish off 2022 by celebrating your accomplishments. At the end of the year, December 31st, I want you high-fiving yourself, celebrating, feeling proud, feeling accomplished, and really, really happy that you honored yourself and you just went for it. The cost of this class is $27. The link to sign up is on my coaching website, jenniferhoopercoaching.com forward slash 2022 reboot. The private Facebook group that this class will be held in is already open. Women are in there posting selfies and introducing themselves. It's a great group of women and I want you to be a part of it. So hit pause right now, go to the show notes, click the link, register, and come back to the rest of the episode. Now on with the show with Chantel. Chantel, so, did I say it right? Is that your new you name? Did. Yeah. Chantel. <laughs> well, welcome to the Soul Urge podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm very excited to be talking about human design because I know so little about it. And yet what I do know seemed very excited, exciting and curious to me. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to learn more. Amazing. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You are so welcome. So can you start by just laying the groundwork for us? Like what is human design? Um, Mm -hmm. How long has it been around? Uh, We'll just start with those two questions. (laughs) Okay. So human design is very much like astrology in that it is based on your birth time and your location of birth. So the exact time, date, and location. 
And it has been around since I believe the 80s. Uh, it was a download uh, that one person had. And it's an extensive system. And essentially what it is, it's it's very similar to, it's most similar to astrology, but it's also similar to the insights that one might get from something like the Enneagram. Although it's not a self-selecting thing because you can't choose which type you are. You can't decide for yourself which type you are. It's based on your birth time. It does have similar insights. So there's many layers to the chart that you can dive into. Uh, and it can actually be overwhelming for beginners at first, because what it pulls up when you get your results is like this onslaught of information that seems exciting, but also very mystifying. I'm, I'm sure that was your experience looking at yeah. it. I feel like I took some free, you know, quiz or something online. And this was a number of years ago. And what came back to me were like symbols and a chart. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't understand. The only thing that I really can remember, and I don't know if I remember this correctly, you can tell me that my energy type is a manifesting generator. And so then I did a little exploring about what that means, which I have since forgotten. <laughs> And maybe could you explain, there's five energy types, I believe. Can you explain yep. those to us? Yeah. Well, yes and no. So I'll tell you what they are. The five energy types are manifesting generator. That's what you and I both are. There's okay. manifester. There's just generator and reflector and projector. Type is the first thing that people will identify with as you did. Okay. So it's the first thing that they will remember about themselves. They'll form an association between human design, this is my type. And they'll remember that. And that is stage one of learning and understanding human design is just like remembering, okay, this is my type. But I don't tend to focus too much on type in my work with my clients, with my students and with myself as well. I prefer to dive into other elements of the chart, but like with anything else, like dive in at your own pace. So once you learn what your type is, you type that into Instagram, for example, and you will find a wealth of knowledge and insight about what your type is. Uh, but I'd also recommend diving into things like what your profile is. That's a number that looks like a fraction and also the environment type. Mm. See, I don't know anything about those. So. <laughs> we'll talk about it a little later. I think, in. In this episode. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> And so how can human design really help us understand ourselves better? I mean, I assume that's really the whole point of that is, diving in. That is the goal. Yeah. It's very much a tool for self-understanding, also for other understanding. So I happen to use it in my life for uh, my closest relationships, like my partner and my three stepkids and how I've come to see it as like a guide to my personality or to other people's personality. And the more that I learn about human design for myself and for the people that are around me, the deeper you get, like it is a rabbit hole very much yeah. of information, <laughs> but it's a tool for knowing yourself better. And that of course has innumerable positive impacts in every other aspect of your life. Mm -hmm. I also use it in terms of business with my clients and my students. It's very much, and I, this is not to be down on things like the Enneagram, because I know so many people resonate with them and find a lot of meaning there. This is like an add-on to that, mm -hmm. where there's even more to dive into. It's like the type is really just the tip of the iceberg. And so each little element of your chart gives you another insight about yourself. And 
once you know that, you can really start to think, okay, which part of that do I identify with? Does that connect with me? Does that connect with my experience? Mm -hmm. And you, you get to decide. Uh, that's how human design is based, whether you, you can integrate it if it feels aligned for you. There's an element of choice to it. Okay. That's and, interesting. It reminds yeah. me a little bit of the science of numerology, where you can't yeah. choose mm -hmm. what your numbers are, also based on your birth date not the time yes. so much and your birth name. And then once you have insights, you can, it is very helpful in relationships. You yes. can understand each other a lot better. So I see a lot of similarities. And I, like you said, at the top astrology, I'm sure is very similar. All of these things are not the same. I get that, <laughs> right? I'm not trying to make them the same. Right. But there I are... think they all work and they all offer guidance and Absolutely. we all are going to have one or more that resonates with us or that we're called to. That's sort of, that's exactly right. And opinion. human design really is at its base. Like it's a combination of things like the I Ching, uh, which is an ancient Tao system. Mm. Uh, it's related to astrology. It's related to Kabbalah, related to quantum physics, uh, right. astrology, of course. It's in itself an amalgamation of a couple of different things. Okay. Uh, but I like... I like all the tools. I happen to resonate most with human design, mm -hmm. but I think they're all, any tool that helps you know yourself better is like a great tool in my books, Absolutely. because for me, self-knowledge is very important. Like it's, it's so helpful for us to be more aware of who we are, what we're here for, what is meaningful for us, who we're yes. meant to be, who we're meant to help. Right. Um, like how we're meant to serve and show up in the world. Any insights we can gain on that to me is a good thing. And I think it's helpful to understand what we're not meant to be. Sometimes we're trying to shove ourselves like a square peg into a round hole and it's just yes. not the right fit. I've done that. I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you are as a manifesting generator and a one three. I'm sure you are. We can get into that in a bit. <laughs> okay. I feel like you're talking a whole, you know, another <laughs> language. And so I know that you've done my chart and I'm really curious mm -hmm. uh, what you found. Yeah. So I did look it up and interestingly, we have a few things in common uh, and then a few things that I just highlighted that are a little bit different for each of us. One thing we have in common is our profile. So we are both one threes and what that means, I will just, I'll lay it out for you there. Okay. <laughs> what like, that I means have no idea. <laughs> is uh, that we have the one is at the, if you're looking at the human design chart, I'll try my best to describe it. It is the decimal number in the top right black square. So it'll say something like 36.3 or 45.2. The one is, so yours is something 0.1. Got it. Um, and so what that means is one is associated with like an information gatherer. This is someone who loves learning, loves digging into things like at a depth that other people do not. <laughs> researching things, having to build a very strong foundation. Obviously, number one, it's the first one. There are six lines in total. Uh, and one is the foundation line. So having to feel very stable and secure in their base of knowledge before teaching on something, sharing about something, talking about something. So that's the one part of it. The three is the decimal point in the top red square on the left of the chart. So yours would be something like, I don't know, 
12.3. And on the body side, the three is the experimenter. The three lives through many different experiences, has to live that experience before truly knowing. Now that I've told you what both are, when you think of them together, one really wants to learn by learning, by reading, by researching. Three really wants to learn by experiencing. There is a natural conflict there, (laughs) right? So there's one part of you that really wants to find all of the answers to life in a book. And then the other part of you that needs to go out and make mistakes to know for yourself. That's, it's a very good wolf, bad wolf situation inside of you, you know? Uh, I'm laughing because it's spot on. I mean, you already know that, but I'm going to validate it. I have so many books and every morning that's my routine. I get up with my book or, and it's what I do at the end of the night. I like to highlight. I like to like, you know, (laughs) dog ear pages and I love to learn. I I'm very curious. So I'm, and you can even tell through your podcasts that that's something that is is value for you. Right. That's right. I've got guests from all walks of life. Yeah. I'm very curious about that. But then when I think about your story, oh, go ahead. Exactly. When I read your story, like your chart didn't surprise me at all because like you can see that you've dipped your toe in certain things and like your life has had many, um, like you've stacked experiences for me. Like, it's like, we're like, how are you only 35? It sounds like, like you've had this many jobs and how have you lived in this many places and done this many things? That's me. And that's the three side of it of, let me try this on. Well, let me try this on. Well, let's see this and see if it fails. I've probably had 25 careers. There you go. Me too. I like, you know, and I, I dive in until I feel like I've learned all there is to learn. And then I got to move on. (laughs) That is an exact quote of me. What you just said. I've said those exact same words before. I'm sure I could dig it up on someone else's podcast. I have said that exact same thing. As soon as I've tapped out on learning, I have lost all interest and I need to move on to a different job. What I love about coaching though, is that it's always different. Each client is different, each situation, the kind of trauma they have, you know, the solution that they need. So I feel like I'm never going to deviate. I mean, knock on wood, who knows, but it's perfect. I've been doing this a while now. So I'm the same. I agree. Like project-based work is really good for me because I can close a project and move on to another project and not have to blow up my whole life. So it's great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so that's the amazing. one three thing. And we're also okay. both manifesting generators, which you said it perfectly without even knowing you said that you like to try something on and run with it until it's no longer exciting basically, and then stop. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how a manifesting generators energy works. We're designed to go really quickly, so quickly that we're like skipping steps almost to everyone else. It looks like we're going at light speed and we can do that so long as we are passionate about something. And when the passion for something stops, if we keep pushing, we are going to be nothing but resistance. So we are designed to run full speed ahead with the passion and then quit and drop it almost like it never existed. So I don't know if this resonates for you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what I find is that it confuses people. It confuses my audience. Like, what is she doing now? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Whiplash, right? What happened last week? Like, where did that go? (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm getting better so at this, I will say. Learning, but that's the thing though with the human design is that it's not necessarily something to be fixed. We think it is based on how other energy types in the world operate, but we are not designed to be any other way than how we are. We're designed to <laughs> be super passionate about whatever thing. And then we're just as designed to release that, let it go and move on to the next. So I get it. in I that totally way, human design was very permission giving for me because I had a lot of guilt and shame over like, well, why can't you just stick with something like other people? Just oh, stick I had with that. Things. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, surely yeah. you could do that too. But like, I shouldn't because it's not mm -hmm. how I'm designed. It's not how you're designed. Right. I think for me, like that awareness is really helpful so that mm -hmm. I can get that need met and help my audience understand what I'm doing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Explaining your process. Now you have a new language to mm -hmm. explain what that is. And exactly. you probably will find that you show up differently around that and with different energy, because a little bit of the guilt will have disappeared now that you know. And so yeah. you'll be a little bit, just that little bit freer going into the new thing because right. the releasing right. of the old thing should now be easier not effortless, <laughs> but right. now be a little bit easier now that you know. I did ju just today. I sent a text message to a client friend. I am friends with my clients and mm -hmm. uh, we've known each other for a long time. And we were just saying, Hey, how are things going? And I said, well, I'm finally creating programs that I, that are repeatable so that I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Although I love to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> Oh, a love three, a one, three loves to reinvent the wheel. We oh, sure yeah. do. It's so yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to create our own wheel. Have everyone else join oh, yeah. us on that wheel. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Why shouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Should be on our wheel. <laughs> so another aspect of your chart, I looked up where we're different is in our environment. Uh, so I have a kitchens environment. So I like to be where things are happening and where things are mixing together. Um, the other alternative to that is it's like a chemistry lab kind of thing. That's the vibe of a kitchen's environment. So be where things are happening. Uh, your environment is a mountains environment. Uh, and this doesn't necessarily mean penthouse in a high rise kind of thing, but it does mean that in general, you will tend to choose the wide view of a space. You are someone who likes to elevate your perspective maybe mm. you like to look at things from a wide lens, but of course as a one, three also into the details, but you like to step back every once in a while, look at the wide lens, look at the overview and you may need to disconnect a little to be able to process. So you may find, okay, once you've been in a situation for a little while, you might need to just take a step back and take stock and go, okay, like, how am I going to integrate all the knowledge I've gained, all the experiences that I've had. Any of that feel accurate? Yeah, I can relate to that. To mm -hmm. me, I think of myself as either an extroverted introvert or an introverted <laughs> extrovert, because yeah. I can engage, you and I can do this for a while, or I can be out in a group or whatever, taken in the big picture, you know, way up here is like, what's going on? But then I need to be alone. I yes. need to close my door, sit in my comfy chair, maybe journal or just think that's how I have to recharge is that processing time. Yeah. 
That is a very mountains experience. I've got a mountain stepkid who just loves to retreat to her room every once in a while. <laughs> like I've had enough of this peopling and now I'm going to just take some time yeah. for me here. And I've <laughs> only been married the second time for just over two years. And that took mm-hmm. some time for us to navigate. Oh that, yeah. Look, I've got to be alone and it's not about you. You know, it's just me taking care of myself. And that's what's so helpful about this type of thing, whether it's human design or numerology or whatever, it's because then you can create a language and Mm -hmm. understand each other better and Mm -hmm. meet each other's needs. Absolutely. I found in my relationship that where I maybe in the past would have been annoyed by someone's like an aspect of his personality, Mm -hmm. I can now blame the chart and not the person in a sense. Right. Right. I can, I get like an extra beat of awareness in between my reaction time to go, oh, this is why you're responding to this in this way. And it's different than me. And now I can see why, because you're designed this way. Your human design is this, and I'm designed this way. My human design is this. And that's why this is coming up for us in this way. Plus it also gives us the advantage. We've both done a little bit of human design coaching. So he knows the language of it. Oh, amazing. So we, we both know each other's Mm -hmm. design and it works both, both ways, right? Like, Oh, you're so this right now. Like his environment is caves. And he loves to go and spin cycle, like, like in that dark room with all the bikes. (laughs) And like, that is my nightmare. (laughs) Like I can't stand it, but I get it. And it makes so much sense because I know the chart. Yeah. Um, And once you know it, then you can honor it. But when you don't know it, then it will drive you crazy. Totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then one other thing I wanted to highlight in your chart uh, was you have two channels and I like to look at the channels. That's where you have. Um, so if you're looking at the visuals, uh, you have a, a line connecting two of the energy centers that is a complete line from one to the other. It's either a black line going all the way through or a red line going all the way through or some combination of both. And you're, you have channel uh, 2343. So that means 23 and 43 are the gates. And together, 2343 is called the channel. And you have the channel of, it's called expression and insight. And I'm highlighting it because as a podcast host, this makes so much sense. And as a coach, this makes so much sense that you have this channel. So I look at channels as like, kind of like your superpowers, like your special gifts, your approach to things. And the channel of expression and insight is all about one, making things more efficient. So saving people grief, like saving people from having to have like the trial and error themselves. You want to share your experience and your insights to make other people's lives better. Voicing your knowledge. Like it's really about being a good advice giver, like in the moment you're good at taking your insights and finding a voice for them and finding the right moment for them, which is very coachy. You can also like a strength for you is transforming insights into words that you can share with others. Like you're good at speaking in a way that people understand. And the 2343 channel is also about like, you have a very active mental mind. I'm guessing that's what the channel is. So even when you're listening to other people, you are essentially like the word version of a calculator in your head where you're figuring out, like you're translating your own insights, your own responses to what is being said. 
And then you've got to wait until your ideas are needed. Like you're waiting for that pause to be able to share. Is that so true? True. Just like spot on. (laughs) I mean, especially thinking about it. Well, yes, with my clients and also with my husband, like I know (laughs) when is going to be the right time to either reflect something back to him or share something that I'm working on. And I know when it's not the right time. <laughs> well, that's good. That means it's a healthy, you have a healthy expression of that channel that it sounds like. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And he just loves to share <laughs> no matter what day, time or mindset I'm in. <laughs> so- <laughs> It'd be interesting to look up his charts. See, I know. see where there's I know. alignment. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is super fun. So those are just you know, four what I love pieces about this of about two hundred. Oh, sorry, say that again. <laughs> that's, there's that's about four pieces of like hundreds of places to dive into the charts. So that's just the very tip of the iceberg. I just took a look to see what we had in common, what mm-hmm. jumped out at me. But that's yeah. this is the this is the beginning. So when a client comes to you brand new, you've never worked with them before, what is your mm-hmm. first session like knowing there's so many data points? I don't do strictly human design coaching, which is what's interesting. Oh. I use it as a tool in my other work. Uh, so I do essentially business coaching and I do design work for clients as well, like website design. And I use it in my process with clients. That's the first way. When I have a new client, I try to run their chart if they have their accurate birth information. And I use it to know what kind of communicator they're likely to be, like how they might respond. And so I shift how I present information based so on what smart. their chart is. It's <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah. so smart. Thank you. <laughs> like you've got a secret tool in your toolbox. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So for so certain clients may need more time to process. Certain types need more time to process. And so knowing that I wouldn't send the kind of email that's like, I need you to choose between this and this, let me know by tomorrow. It just wouldn't work for their process. They need to sleep on things. They need to take more time. They need to talk it out maybe. And so by knowing those aspects of their chart, I can facilitate better decision-making. And then the other way I use it is when I work one-on-one on business strategy, with clients, that's when I do a fuller look at the chart and I pull out aspects that I think will be helpful. So uh, like I look at the mercury placement, for example, when we're talking about like their vision and their values and their mission, I look at their channels when I want to write their brand superpowers. Uh, I look at some key communication pieces, uh, like their arrows and their, um, I I use that when I'm thinking about like brand voice and tone and messaging. So how they talk and how they communicate. Brilliant. Uh, And so I use little bits of it all over, but it helps me to write things like mission statements, vision statements, come up with values and embodiment of values, brand voice. It helps to come up with like with new offers. And because each part of human design has so many so many descriptors and nuances, people will often find that there's like a phrase or a word that just feels like home, like it feels central to them, Mm -hmm. but they may not have picked it out on their own. 
And then we can sort of find a home for those things in other places in their business. Like we can link up elements we discover that they know about themselves through the chart. Like we give voice to that through the chart. And then we can find a home for it somewhere in the business strategy so that the business strategy feels like it's aligned to them. Like it's based on something because often as business owners, you're creating things and you're second guessing yourself a lot. Right. Right. And you're not sure like how much of me do I put into this? And is this really what I want? And like, but should I really do this? And all of those questions that we ask ourselves. And so by pulling little elements from the chart, we're creating something that has more of a depth of personal meaning. Mm -hmm. And then I love that. I love that when people have that connection, when they feel that like connection on a deeper level between them and the business, like you're more motivated, you're more inspired, you are more confident when you're showing up because yeah, this is my superpower. I have this channel. I have this gift. This is what I do. Like you're able to communicate the worth that was inside you all along, but you just didn't have the words for (laughs) You're able to communicate that and show up in a whole new way. My big thing, sorry, this answer is long. My big thing is you hear about the concept of no like trust when it comes to mm-hmm. marketing and it comes to clients. But I think that you need to know, like, and trust yourself first before your clients or potential clients will know, like, and trust you. And so by using a tool like human design to help, you know, like, trust yourself better, we can then shift that into affecting positive growth in your business. That's amazing because number one, it's validating that, you know, you're creating something that's important to you. Mm -hmm. And also it's so helpful to get that feedback loop, especially when you're a solopreneur and you don't have other people to bounce ideas off of, and you're making all of the decisions and you're wondering like, is this the right decision? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Like sometimes it feels like it's not based on anything real right? Sometimes you're like, well, I'm just acting on my own opinion. How, how could I possibly know what I really should do in this situation? Or people are looking outside of themselves so much. They're looking to, you know, the business owners that they admire for inspiration. They're looking to other people for ideas of what to do next. Mm -hmm. And that all of that external focus, that's what creates all that imposter syndrome and all that mindset stuff and all those problems. It's being in the habit of looking externally for solutions when it's, it's really an internal thing, you know? So learning to go inside internal to answers within your chart or answers within yourself is going to give you just results that are on a whole other level. That makes sense. No, that rather than having the tendency to want to copy other people and be grasping, Mm-hmm. outside of yourself for answers. Mm-hmm. And do you work only with business owners or entrepreneurs? I do. Yeah. That's okay. my, that's my whole niche. I work with a lot of holistic business owners. So people like naturopaths and mm-hmm. massage therapists and nutritionists and, uh, and also some lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also some lifestyle people like, uh, interior designers and like organization coaches, personal chefs, that, that sort of thing. Oh, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great community. Absolutely. I would fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally would. <laughs> Anyone with soul anywhere in their branding, those are definitely right? my people. Yeah, yeah for right, sure. Perfect. <laughs> so uh, if you had to leave our listeners, and they're not all entrepreneurs and business people, but if you had to leave them with one piece of advice or one tip, related to 
using their human design or exploring their human design, what would you offer? Good. I like this question. I would say, let it unfold at your own pace, which is going to be different for everyone. I have learned about human design in layers and I recommend that approach. So what that, what I mean by that is do not go in like we would as one threes guns blazing. Like I'm going to understand everything about the system that there is to understand. Please don't do that. <laughs> you will get burned Unless out. you are a one three, then go yeah, for it. <laughs> that's right. If you're one twelfth of the population like us that are one threes, then feel free. But learn about one thing and get comfortable with that one thing for your own chart first. Then the next step is look up that one aspect of someone else in your life's chart and see, is there's the same or is it different? And then learn about that. And then once you've done that, go back to your own chart and pick one other thing and learn about that. The problem I see is that, and this is in part created by the culture in human design, certainly in, in the online, like in the Instagram world, a lot of human design content is geared towards people who are going to learn how to be human design readers themselves. They're going to learn to be human design coaches. And so they need to learn the whole system to do right. that. And as a single like user, I guess, or like as a single consumer or just, you know, as your own human yeah. learning the system, learn about your own chart first. It's not selfish. You don't need to know what all five energy types are at first, which is why I kind of shy away from that question. Got it. You need to deeply understand yours, then deeply understand someone else's that's different and then move on and build your knowledge in layers. That's, that's where that layered approach comes in. Because I think like over time, you'll find you'll explore parts like at the right time when they're meant to come into your life, when you're meant to know that you will know that, and you're going to miss all of the exploration and fun of uncovering your own chart over time. If you try to develop an encyclopedic knowledge of the whole system. I think that's brilliant. I love it. That makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Do you have any upcoming programs or events or anything you'd like to share? Yeah, I have, well, I have a podcast myself. So I have the Aligned Action Podcast, which is a good way to get, uh, get some insights about me. You can listen to that pretty much anywhere. Apple, Spotify, all the things. And coming up for me, I am very much in a manifesting generator phase right now of closing some chapters and opening new ones. And I'm leaning towards a new kind of educational experience that isn't an online course. And that's specifically for entrepreneurs who want to be more intentional. They want to get clarity on their ideas, know which ones are aligned for them, and then take action on pursuing them. Essentially intentionalize one aspect of their businesses at a time. Uh, and that's where I'm moving. It's more of a tangible, hold it in your hand kind of thing. Interesting. Uh, and that's what I'm passionate about right now. My MG urge is in the little less screen time, little more handheld kind of. Direction. Oh, I love so that's that. where I'm heading. Yes. I, I love to hold paper and, yeah. <laughs> and handwrite and do stuff like that. So I know. Awesome. <laughs> and where can people find you if they want to stalk you or look you up <laughs> or no more? 
Absolutely. So my website is clearquartzcreative.co. That's .co. Uh, I can also be found on Instagram at clearquartzcreative. And since we've chatted a lot about human design, and I'm guessing it's new for, for many people as well, if you need help running your chart, uh, just send me a DM. Tell me where you came from, from the Solarge podcast. Tell me your details, and I'm, I'm happy to look up your chart for you and give you a couple of, um, couple of places to start on your deep dive. Uh, so just, yeah, a DM to Clear Quartz Creative, and, uh, and we'll chat. That's amazing. That's very generous of you. So I hope people will uh, look you up and take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chantelle, for being here, for enlightening us, for telling me about my <laughs> chart. That's been great for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I bet we've sparked a lot of curiosity for other people, and they're going to go be, they're going I to hope so too. go looking for theirs. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. So now that you've heard this episode, my question is, what are you going to do now? How might you invite this conversation into your own life? Maybe just within yourself, in your own mind, or how might you extend it with others? Maybe you just want to go inside and ask, how might I peel away some of my outside protective layers and get to know myself better? What can I add to my life? What is one thing I can do? Now, you might be wondering, why would you want to do this work? And my answer is there are so many rewards. First of all, what a great way to honor yourself, to really see yourself. Who are you? Who are you meant to be? Another reason is once you know who you are, once you're clear about your strengths and your challenges, how can you leverage them? How can you use them to your advantage? The, the strengths that are really embedded or imprinted within you and just run with them. Or how might you take a challenge that you're struggling with and ask yourself, how can I do this a little bit better? And another great reason is to become a better communicator about yourself, about who you are and what you need. So here's what I'm inspired to do. I'm going to do some self-acknowledgement. I'm going to look inside. I love to journal. So I'm going to really take an inventory of some of my qualities and characteristics. And I'm going to work on embracing those parts of me that sometimes I think are ugly, but really aren't really honoring them. Here's an example of one that I've already uncovered about myself. It did come up earlier in this podcast episode, but I have a fundamental need to be alone sometimes. Not all the time, but that's how I recharge my batteries. It's how I process. It's how I just re-energize myself. And when I first got married, that became a challenge because my husband wanted to spend most of our time together, most of my non-working time together. But I needed some of my non-working time to be alone and to recharge and Knowing that about myself, I was able to communicate that and say, this is what I need to take care of myself. And it took a minute, it took a little bit of time, but eventually he was able to honor that. And now I have a routine where first thing in the morning, I just spend some time by myself and I just embrace that part of me now. And so does he, he just realizes and acknowledges that that's important to me. So now I'm curious, where else can I go deeper 
and really embrace parts of me that I haven't been able to see before. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it with pen, I'm gonna do it with paper, inside my journal, and just ask yourself, what is one thing that you can do? Now listen, I understand, maybe you don't know, maybe you don't even know where to get started, and I want you to know that I've got you. This is what I help people do. Really uncover what it is that they want, what it is that they need, and then how to go get it. So if you're curious about that at all, a great place to start is to go visit my coaching website, jenniferhoopercoaching.com. Check out my about page. You'll learn a little bit about me. Maybe you wanna download a free copy of the Soul Urge Roadmap. That's a great place to start exploring it inside. Or maybe you wanna book a free strategy session. Let me help you uncover what it is that you want or use it as an opportunity to get all of your questions answered. Either way, I would love to meet you, connect with you, and help you get started. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode and I will be back next week.